Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Kitchen Counter Talks. I'm your host, Alyssa. And I'm Jordan. And this week, we are coming to you with another book review episode, which if you guys have been listening for a while, I guess even if you have been listening for not a while, you probably know that we love our books. We love to share what we're reading, if we like it, recommendations. And so in this episode, we'll be running through a few books that we have just read, our reviews and ratings on them, and might inspire you to add to your reading list. Um, Before we jump into books, Jordan, how are you doing? I'm so good. I feel like you and I had the best weekend together. It's only Saturday yeah. morning. It's Saturday morning. <laughs> and we've already, but it's the already been the best weekend. <laughs> so yeah. I was thinking we could recap some of the things we've done. If yeah, you want. Okay. I love that. That sounds so fun. It'll be kind of like a joint update this week because we've been hanging out a together. lot. Together. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but Thursday we went and saw the podcast Chicks in the Office. Mm-hmm. Which is one of bar stool. Yes, which is one mm-hmm. of your favorites. Mm-hmm. And I haven't listened to them before, but now that I've been to their show, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a fan because they yeah. were so cute. It was so fun. Yeah, they're really fun. They do so they're a, a full pop culture podcast. Mm-hmm. And again, like I said, they're presented by Barstool. Um, and I love pop culture, and so they're who I follow to get all my pop culture updates. Um but yeah, they went on tour. They came to Minneapolis. And when I saw it, I was like, okay, I really want to go, but I don't really want to drag Nick along. And I'm like, it makes sense to have my podcast buddy with me to go see a podcast tour. So that was really fun. Yeah, it was super fun. They were just really funny. And yeah, it was a good really night. Cute. We got dinner before. We, yeah, that was really fun. And then yesterday, do you want to say what we did yesterday? Yeah. Nick threw me a surprise party for my birthday. Yes. I knew about the surprise party a week before it happened. But when <laughs> I found out it was a surprise. <laughs> yeah. So that was really fun. It was it was probably like Tuesday of this week. I was asking Nick. I was like, well, what, what do you want to do this weekend? I was like, my birthday's coming up. Like, I don't really care what we do. Do you want to do anything? And mm-hmm. he was like, oh, yeah, we're having people come over on Friday. And when he said that, I was like, oh, like your friends are coming over on Friday because that's just what my assumption was that his, you know, college friends would be coming over. And he was like, no, all of your friends are coming over on Friday. I was like, like, what do you mean? And he goes, oh, well, I I was going to throw you a surprise party. And I was like, well, why did you tell me? (laughs) But he kept telling me, um, before that, he was like, we should get our nails done. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why why do you want like you're gonna come with me and get my nails I just it didn't make sense because that's not stuff he normally said but now in hindsight I think he was gonna try to take me to get my nails done and then have everybody show up but the logistics I was just like it got a little that counts yeah (laughs) I think like he said it would have been a red flag to you if he like all of a sudden started chopping up a watermelon yeah like putting out snacks (laughs) and started cleaning the apartment yeah you've been like um but the fact that he organized it for you i think was like such a sweet gesture yeah 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 Yeah, and it was so super fun because um everyone just ended up coming over and we we actually got canes for everybody which was such a good mm -hmm. It's crazy because you can get like a full. We I wanted, we didn't cater canes, but we kind of 
did. We just got like a bunch of orders of everything. And it was like $50 for like all of the stuff we got, which I felt like is so cheap because we had like 10 people over. And to feed 10 people for $50, that's so much cheaper than if we would have gone to the grocery Mm -hmm. store and just got a bunch of food like we normally do. We typically spend probably like 100 bucks when we do that. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, man, this is... This is pretty, the way to go. Pretty good. Yeah. So, anytime we have friends over now, we might be catering canes. <laughs> Sweet. I'm in. Yeah. I've been seeing that more of people like catering catering food and then using it as their meal prep for the week. Because yeah. it's cheaper than Chipotle getting groceries. Yeah. Quite a lot. Which, how crazy is that, that you're literally going out and buying food from mm-hmm. a restaurant and that's cheaper than... I feel like yeah. that is so backwards, but I saw another TikTok. I think it was one of the sharks from Shark Tank. Is that okay. what it's called? Why when I said Shark yeah. Tank that sounded wrong. No, um, you're right. But she was saying like how to be a millionaire or like how to keep your mm-hmm. money. Something like that. And she was mm-hmm. saying like don't go out to eat. But then somebody commented back or stitched the video and was like, It's sometimes cheaper as a single person to mm. go out to eat than to like get groceries and i yeah. kind of get that because yeah. groceries are meant for like a big family yeah and i've struggled sometimes with just me and alex and like if i get a head yeah. of lettuce like if we make salads one night or something like now i still have half a head of lettuce you know right. what i mean like groceries yeah. are meant for a huge group but sometimes it is cheaper to get the kids meal at Culver's than to get yeah. all the things to make burgers and fries at home. A hundred percent. And I don't know if you guys have this problem. Well, it's not a problem, but like with Nick and I, when we get groceries, there are some things in a week that I really like some things I'll make for lunch that I really mm-hmm. want that Nick just doesn't eat. Yeah. Or vice versa. Like he'll be like, well, I really like having this for lunch, but I just don't eat it. And yeah. so then it's hard because we're shopping for groceries together but he's getting some things that he knows that he's gonna have and I'm getting things that I know that I'm gonna have but then it's like that same issue where it's so hard to then like I got this salad this week it was like a quinoa salad that was pre-made so good but that's not something that Nick would eat because he just doesn't like quinoa but I'm I'm I love it but it's this huge thing and I'm trying I've had it for lunch every day for like five days because that's how big it is I've only made it my way through half of it, and it's now going bad. And it's like, well, now I yeah. want to throw the like. It feels like such a waste of money to just throw it away, but it's bad, so I'm not gonna, you know. Yeah. So they need to make groceries for the single people or like yeah. small families. Yeah, like just smaller sizes and cheaper, so yeah. I don't have to spend. I don't know. And then I've seen those those meal prep things like in theory that's a really good idea Mm -hmm. but I don't want to spend what is it like fifty dollars for three meals for two people oh like a hello fresh thing yeah like I I get the math behind that but I don't know see I think it's more expensive to get that because it's like $50 but it only covers your dinners for like a few nights of the week I'm like well now I still have to get breakfast and lunch and snack foods at the grocery store yeah and I probably like some of the things I get for dinner could eat for lunches Mm -hmm. so I don't know it's just such a it's hard to figure Mm -hmm. out how to just buy exactly 
right I don't know exactly what you need yeah but. a perk um of living with alex is he eats like a 12 year old and by that i mean <laughs> i'll be like what do you want for lunches this week and he'll be like uh pizza rolls <laughs> so his food is usually frozen and yeah. it stays good for a while but again nice. i'm not eating pizza rolls for lunch so no you have to find Next other big things one is he likes the mac and cheese but i can only have mac and cheese like once every few weeks yeah i can't mac and have cheese is like a special a occasion food for me i feel like yeah yeah for nick it's a staple <laughs> <laughs> i love that that yeah. is why i wish i worked at home sometimes yeah. because then you could have fun foods like that like i love yeah. grilled cheese but i can't yeah. have grilled you cheese really in the staff lounge work. you know yeah yeah that'd be really hard to make in mm-hmm. at work I actually love a grilled cheese. I haven't had grilled cheese in such a long time. My mom makes the best grilled oh, cheese. Yeah? I don't know what she does, but something really special. Good. Something special. Yeah. Yeah. But no. Grocery shopping, food shopping. It's just it's so hard. I know. Okay, should we get into some books? Yes. Do you want to jump in first with your first book? Sure. Okay. Okay, I'm kind of excited to talk about this one because I feel like there was a lot of hype around it. So Mm -hmm. I read The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes by Suzanne Collins, which is the prequel to the Hunger Games series. And it's President Snow's villain story, which I was like, that sounds so interesting. So interesting, yeah. And just like the crazy world that Pan Am is and the Hunger Games takes place in, I was like, that will be so interesting to read about how that happened. Mm -hmm. So this book takes place when President Snow is 18 and it's the 10th Hunger Games. So Mm -hmm. the war is really fresh. Um, And I didn't even realize this. They probably explain it in the first Hunger Games and it's just been so long since I've read it. But the Hunger Games started because the capital won the original war. And Mm -hmm. as punishment they said, we're going to do Hunger Games. And at this time in the book, um, the Hunger Games was not popular. People from the Capitol didn't even like to watch it because it was just Mm. really grotesque. Obviously, people from the um, districts weren't watching it because it was kids killing kids. Like, why would you tune in to watch that? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't as high tech. It just happened in their, like, basically their football stadium. Um, oh wow okay but because we're living in post-war capital it's basically a bunch of ruins like Mm -hmm. it's only been eight ten years since the war ended so they're still rebuilding a lot president snow is actually really poor his family Mm -hmm. died during the war he lives with his grandma and his cousin and they're like poor poor Mm -hmm. so he wants to do really really well to get a scholarship so that he can go to the really nice school and then get a good job. Mm -hmm. So that's his motivation. And there were parts of the book that were so good. Like what I was kind of just explaining, that to me was really fascinating. That's so interesting. Yeah, it was like the history of how the Hunger Games came to be. Um, He is a mentor to a District 12 girl. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that kind of also touches on his fascination with Katniss. Mm, Okay. And a lot of the ideas of the Hunger Games, like the interviews and Mm -hmm. um, the food supplies, those were his ideas. Oh. So that was really interesting interesting. to read how those things came to be. Yeah. Um, 
it took a long time to get to those interesting parts though mm. so it was a over 500 page book oh my gosh and i would say maybe 200 pages of it were the interesting parts <laughs> and a lot of it was just like fluff that yeah i didn't really care for and I just felt like there were so many directions Suzanne Collins could have gone that would have made it so interesting. Mm-hmm. And it just it just wasn't. So it was kind of a letdown. Um, a few of my coworkers asked if they should read it, and I honestly told them no. Yeah. Um, I was like, you should probably just look up a summary. Some of yeah. it was interesting, but I just don't think it's worth it to read 500 pages of mm-hmm. fluff to get only a few cool facts i think the movie when it comes out in november i think that will be amazing Mm -hmm. because they'll do a really good job of cutting out all of that fluff but for the book i don't really think it's a must read i actually only rated it one out of five yeah i was so interested because you told me about this as you were kind of going through it when you were reading it Mm um because i think it was my brother who actually bought me this book for my birthday a few years ago and I just completely Mm -hmm. forgot about it but I was so excited because I was like this is probably going to be so interesting but Mm -hmm. that's really frustrating that when only 200 of the 500 like that's majority of the book it's just not really that interesting and it's so I feel like it's so hard to commit to a book that's that long because it's going to take a little bit to get Mm -hmm. through 500 pages and if you're kind of dragging through it it's like okay what yeah well and the hunger game series is meant for like young adults like i think yeah middle schoolers read it so i thought it would be a quick read and it wasn't but i think it wasn't Mm. because it was boring at parts yeah so then i would go a few days without reading it and then i would force myself to read and finally it would Mm -hmm. get a little good and then it wouldn't and i'd go a few more days without reading it so yeah, that's hard because then you truly are just dragging through it. Yeah. I'm sure because like fluff in movies is no big deal. Like that's kind of part of a movie. But when you're reading it, it's like, okay, just give me the 200 pages exactly. of interesting stuff. And and yeah. that's good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Should we jump into the next one? Yes. Okay, cool. So the book that I'll be uh, reviewing or rating today is Heartbones by Colleen Hoover. Shocking. <laughs> um but I really liked this book. So this book is about, it's kind of focused on a girl named Lake and she grew up in pretty much poverty. She lived in a trailer park home with just her mother. Um, Her dad was like, she, her dad was just because of a one night stand that her mom had. Um, But he tried to stay in the picture kind of he lived across the country so he'd send like child support checks to her um and he would take lake for like a week every summer just to like you know try to stay in the picture a little bit but since they live so far away and since she was living in poverty it was hard for her to see him um her mom also was an alcoholic she was addicted to drugs and so lake just grew up with a really really hard childhood um but she worked super hard in school and she ended up getting a full ride scholarship to penn state because of volleyball so like because her life at home was so hard she just like put everything into volleyball because she knew that would be her one way out of the situation and so two months before she's supposed to go to penn state for volleyball 
her she actually comes home from school and she finds that her mom has died on her couch she's overdosed and like just kind of like well I, it's like she saw it coming just because how bad her mom was mm-hmm. and um that same week she gets evicted because her mom hasn't been paying rent and the person like the landlord's now like you can't stay here alone because you're a minor and you're very late on you know checks i i can't just let you stay here so it kind of forces her to call her dad who she hasn't seen in a couple years because she's like i have nowhere to go but she doesn't tell her dad that her mom passed away she just says i'm just i i'm going to i or she doesn't even tell him that she's going to college she's just like i just want to come stay with you mm-hmm. for the summer so she goes and she stays with her dad all that stuff isn't spoilers by the way that it's part it's on the back and it's the, just like the first chapter so the majority of the book talks about her going and living with her dad and it's a completely different lifestyle than what she grew up in um her dad had just remarried she now has a stepsister that she's meeting and with her mom she was an only child so she was like i had no idea that i now have a sibling this is crazy um and they live they're kind of in a beach town um and so she ends up meeting this guy next door and their meeting is kind of interesting it's really funny um and she's like trying to figure out how to just kind of fit into this lifestyle because it's nothing like she's ever ever you know yeah done before it's just so different um but she ends up kind of like falling for this guy next door and it's it's there's just like a lot of back and forth with it there's a lot of things that happen between them there's a lot of things that happen um at the house like it's just it's filled with a bunch of different like twists and turns and just like shocking events that happen Mm -hmm. which makes it so good um it's also a really good summer read because they're on the beach and it's summertime for these kids so it just kind of gets you in that summer mood like I feel like it's a perfect book to actually read on the beach just because of the setting of it um and so this was probably it was just such an easy quick read I think I actually think I read this book in like 24 hours such an easy read but it Mm -hmm. was one where I just was like hey I just want to keep reading because so many different things keep happening so I rated this a four and a half out of five stars um I didn't give it all the five stars just because it was like it wasn't a book that completely changed my life but it's definitely one that I'm like I think everyone should read because it was just a really good book yeah so it sounds really good yeah yeah definitely recommend okay it's just kind of a different one too than like clean hoover is you know obviously known for romance and that Mm -hmm. type of stuff but there's just so much other stuff that happens in this book that just makes it really good yeah i feel like last week i was a little short with colleen hoover and i would like to say that she is an author who does a really good job of making very different books yes like sometimes 100%. you'll read a book and you're like this is the exact same plot but different characters you know 100%. by like the same author and yeah. i just cannot wrap my head around how the same author who wrote it ends with us wrote verity right like those are so different and like the plot of this sounds so different from yes any of the other colleen hoover books so yes she does a really good job of just like 
different and like all the different personalities too mm-hmm. is really impressive very very impressive yeah. so. i also love reading a book in the summer when it's summer in the book yes and this whole book is just surrounded by like summertime so yeah. it's it's perfect it's a perfect summer read so i definitely definitely recommend it probably yeah. one of my probably one of my favorite colleen hoover books Ooh, that's saying something yeah that is saying something so yeah a good one okay well my next book is also a good summer read it is literally called oh i wrote the wrong title (laughs) in my notes it's called happy place but it is by the same author emily henry as people we meet on vacation and beach read nice um but yes happy place so it's super cute it's about this group of friends it's Three girls um, in college, they were random roommates, like their freshman year, and they Mm -hmm. stayed roommates, like, all the way through grad school. Mm. And on their, like, friendship living together, they also, like, a couple of them got a boyfriend, one got a girlfriend, and, like, the six of them lived together. Um, And now we're post-college, they're, like, getting closer to 30, and... They all live in different places and they're at very different times in their life. Like the one, um, her and her girlfriend are farmers. Mm. The other, um, her and her boyfriend are lawyers in New York City. And then the other couple, one, they're doing long distance and she is going to med school in San Diego and he is helping his sick mom in Montana. So they're all over, and every summer they go to Maine together to go to Lobster Fest. And I'm like, that sounds so fun. Mm -hmm. And one of the girls who her dad is a lawyer, he has – or sorry, she's a lawyer, and her dad is also a lawyer. Mm -hmm. He has this huge house out in Maine. So every summer they go and stay there. But this summer he is selling the house, so this will be the last time that they can all go to this house together, and they've been going – For years and years and years. So they have so many memories of this place. So the girl whose dad owns it, she's like, we have to do all of these activities and make it the best week ever. Well, the girl we're following, Harriet, she is the doctor in San Diego. And her fiance is the guy who lives in Montana. Well, they actually, this isn't spoiling anything. They broke up. But it was such a big deal and they didn't want to tell their friends because they're all six of them in a friend group. So they were Mm -hmm. nervous about how it would affect the friend group. So they didn't tell anyone. And just she was supposed to go. But now that it's the last time they'll ever go, he is coming with. And she Mm -hmm. doesn't know until she gets there. Oh, boy. And then, again, not spoiling anything. The New York couple say, surprise, we're actually getting married this week. Oh, wow. Yes. So they're like, we can't say that we just got broken up because that's going to ruin the week. This week is supposed to be perfect. It's our last week ever here. They're getting married. We have to still pretend to be together. Oh, gosh. Yes. So it's just so good because it's like them navigating things and that's like really cute because it's like a will Mm -hmm. they won't they but then it's also the friend group navigating things because things have changed so much they used to be able to live together now they live all over the place they live in different time zones 
their jobs are so different Mm -hmm. um so that I feel like was really relatable because like we're kind of in a similar season of life where we're navigating like post-college so that made it like a fun thing to read and then it also goes back and forth so you'll read when they were in college together and then oh. it'll go to like their trip at the house and then it'll I go to yeah so it was just so cute I was able to read it so fast because it was just easy and lighthearted and very summery it felt fun to like sit out on the deck and read yeah. this book okay oh, um, and then I got to a part where I was like I just need to know, are they together? And I <laughs> sat outside and did not look up for like two hours. Oh my god! Just gosh. reading away. It was I so good. I love a book like that where you're like, I cannot put this down yeah. until I know the ending. Yeah. I just need to, I need to read this whole thing right now. Mm-hmm. And it was really good too because it also is a lot about friendship and like, mm. it's not just the will they, won't they, but it kind of gets to be a little bit like will they, won't they with their friends. So interesting. Yeah. That sounds really good. It was really cute. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to put that on my must read list. Yes. Happy place. Happy place. I love that. Okay. Okay. So the next book that I have then is actually, it's actually a series that I'm going to talk about. I have a lot of things to say about the series. I'm ready. Um. So I'm sorry. I have, it is another Colleen Hoover series, but I just... I read Heartbones and I liked it so much. I'm like, I just have to stay in this vibe. Like, I just want to mm-hmm. continue this vibe because it, w- it was such a good book. And you know when you have a good book, you're like, I just wish I could just keep yes. reading it forever. That's why I love reading a series. Yeah. And so I was like, I just have to read another Colleen Hoover book. And so my mom actually had, she had bought um, the book Slammed and then she had bought the book Point of Retreat. And she gave them to me and I was like, oh, I don't realize this is a series. I just thought they were two individual books. But when I picked up Slammed, I was like, oh, great. This is there's three of them. This is awesome. Mm -hmm. And I have the first two. So perfect. And so I'm going to talk about all three kind of. I'm just going to like touch on them, but I'm going to try to stick Mm -hmm. to the series altogether. I'm going to read the back of the first book so I don't spoil anything in case anybody does want to read after this. Okay. But anyways, I'll read the back and then I'll talk about it. Um, also, did I say, I think I said the wrong name when I was talking about my other book. I might have called The Girl Lake, but The Girl Lake is in this book. The other girl was named okay. Becca. So if I said that wrong, I'm sorry. Becca was in the first book. Lake is the center point of this book. So anyways, this is the back of Slammed. Uh, following the unexpected death of her father, 18-year-old Lakin becomes the rock for both her mother and her young brother. She appears resilient and tenacious, but inside she's losing hope. Then she meets her new neighbor, Will, a handsome 21-year-old whose mere presence leaves her flustered and whose passion for poetry slams thrills her. Not long after a heart-stopping first date with each other, when, sorry, not long after a first, a, sorry, let me start over. Not long after a heart-stopping first date during which each recognizes something profound and familiar in one another, they are slammed to the core when a shocking discovery brings their new relationship to a sudden halt. Daily interactions become impossibly painful as they struggle to find a balance between the feelings that pull them together and that forces them to tear apart. Only through the poetry they share, they are able to speak the truth that is in their heart and imagine a future where love is cause for celebration, not regret. And so 
when I first got into this book, I didn't know how I was going to feel about it because I'm not somebody who, like, I, I don't read poetry. I'm not a poetry person. I've never mm-hmm. been to a poetry slam. So I was like, if this is the center of this book, I'm not sure if I'm going to like it or not. But mm-hmm. it wasn't bad because even though they both really like poetry, they only talk about it every once in a while. So even though, okay. like, that's the title of the book, it's not all about poetry, which is fine. Um, but the first book was really good because it was from lake's point of view there is a lot of drama there is a lot of oh gosh what's happening here um honestly a lot of tragedy there were points in the book where i was just sobbing because i was just heartbroken for it but i feel like when when that happens yeah it's a it's a really when words on a page can make you cry yeah those are some powerful words yeah and so there are a lot of points like that it was it is kind of a tough read because of some of the things that they go through and Mm -hmm. that happens um and again it's all from Lake's point of view but it's just it's really sweet and again it's crazy because it is so different from the other book I was talking about Mm -hmm. so it's just crazy that it's a completely different plot it's completely different Mm -hmm. tragedies it's it's really good because of that and so I really liked the first book and I was like perfect I get this two more times this is amazing and so the second book is it the story continues on but the second book is actually all from Will's point of view and um it's like you know the next year going Mm -hmm. on or whatever and I I kind of liked that because it was just interesting to get her point of view and the next book get his point of view but they're like continuing the story and so it was kind of similar in the way where there were still tragedies that they were going through and um, like stuff just keeps happening. And I think I remember just like sobbing through this book as well. Yeah. <laughs> just because of all the stuff that they're going through. Um, I was like, it wasn't as good. Like the first book was just so good. The second book, I was like, this is still good. I really like the first one, but like I'll continue reading through it. Mm-hmm. And then so I finished that book and I remember finishing the second book and being like, I just want to continue reading because like it kind of left at not like a cliffhanger, but a point where I was like, I want to continue the story. Yeah. And so then I start the third book and the third book is them like re-talking about the entire story, the entire <laughs> first book and the entire second book. Like they are sitting together talking they're passed through and they're just talking about like it's literally starts how the first book started they talk about that it goes all the way through the first book and they're like going back and forth talking Mm -hmm. and then they go into the second book and they're talking back and forth about everything that happened in the second book and I'm like this is the dumbest thing I've ever read in my entire life if I wanted to rehash this I would just (laughs) reread the first book and the second book why are we why do we have a third book that's just rehashing everything yeah and it is just like the it's like it's honestly the most annoying book I've ever read I was so (laughs) annoyed I I I didn't even finish this book in all honesty. I read halfway through and I was so annoyed. I'm like, I don't, I kind of don't care. (laughs) Yeah. This is ridiculous. Well, because you already know how it ends. Yeah, because I know the ending of it all. And they're just telling like different things that happened during these times. And I'm like, I know. I read it. But I don't, I don't, (laughs) I don't really care about this anymore. And so I tried so hard to finish and like get through it, but I just... Mm -hmm. I just I was so 
I was just so annoyed. And it kind of broke my heart because I was like, I enjoyed the first book. I enjoyed mm-hmm. the second book. But then honestly, how Colleen Hoover did the third book ruined the first two for me. Yeah. So I only, I rated the first one a 3.5. I rated the second one a 3. And then the third one, I want to give like a negative 10 because it was so bad. <laughs> like, I'm actually frustrated. Like, you can hear that I'm very yeah. frustrated because yeah. it just sucked. It really sucked. <laughs> Well, and it's frustrating, too, when an author could go in so many different directions. This was my frustration with the ballad the ballad of songbirds yeah. and snakes. Like, you could have gone so many directions, and that's the one you picked. Yes, 100%. And, like, I, it just doesn't make sense. I'm like, Colleen Hoover, you're surely more creative than this. Yeah. You're more creative than to just to rehash the first two books. So... I would recommend this series, but I only recommend the first and the second book. And do not okay. plan on even picking Save up yourself. the third book. Do not read the third book because it is <laughs> so not good. It is just so annoying. And I'm sorry if anybody out there has read the third book and enjoyed it. Let me know. Give me your point of view. Hopefully, <laughs> after halfway through, it changes and gets better. But I, I'm, I'm going to burn the book. I'm. That's how much I just don't <laughs> like it. And so. Oh my god. I'll get off my soapbox now, but... No taken. Do not read it. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> okay. Honestly, I love when people tell me not to read a book. Because yeah. book, like reading a book takes a lot of time. And there's also a lot of books on my want to read list. So yeah. if somebody tells me it's not good, thank you. You've yeah. saved me. You've saved me from a few that I had on my list. And you're like, yeah, this was bad. Just don't don't waste your time. And it's like, great, yeah. great. I don't want to read bad books. I'm not here yeah. for bad books. Yeah. So, and you... Okay. You guys know that I love Colleen Hoover. Probably the Mm -hmm. majority of the books that we've rated on here are Colleen Hoover books. Nothing against Colleen Hoover. She just had a bad one. And that's fine. Which we were just saying how many amazing books, how creative she can be. So everyone has a bad egg thrown in there, right? Everyone's got a bad one. And that's that's okay. This the third book is called This Girl, and that's Colleen Hoover's bad egg. That's the book where she should just delete. (laughs) She should pretend like she never released it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyways, let's move on to our last book. Well, this yes. will be a better spin. Yeah, because this one we both read. Yes. Um, a Good Girl's Guide to Murder by Holly Jackson. Yeah. I feel like this one's trending right now. I think I so. Feel like, I feel like there's a handful. I feel like this one, I think I saw The Silent Patient, which we reviewed in our last mm-hmm. episode, was trending. Of course, all the Queen Hoover books are trending, but I think this is one of those that's also mm-hmm. in that mix. Seven And Happy Place of- is trending yeah. too that Happy one's always on like end caps at target so yeah yeah if you're looking for it it's bright pink yeah i'm gonna look for it yeah <laughs> um do you want me to like kind of briefly explain what this one was about yeah okay so basically in this town five years before the book starts a high school student was murdered mm-hmm. and Another high school student, her boyfriend at the time, was blamed, and he ends up, like, committing suicide a couple days after. Um, Now, where the book is happening, we are following a senior in high school, and she's doing her capstone project on this murder. She actually words it as something different to her teacher, but basically, she does not think that the person framed for the murder did it Mm -hmm. so it's about her debunking this case Mm -hmm. and she works with the boy who's you know they said did it she works with his brother Mm -hmm. to find out who really did this because 
In her mind, it just doesn't make sense. She had met this boy a few times. Obviously, he was older because this happened five years ago. Um, he was older than her. But she's like, At the, the times I met him, he was just so nice. Mm-hmm. I just don't see him, like, killing his girlfriend. That just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So she works to figure out who did it. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting because a lot of times in a murder mystery book, you're following a police officer or a detective or a journalist. Mm-hmm. I've never read a book where you're following a high school girl. Right. <laughs> so that was so fun to, like, read. And also, she kind of reminded me of when, like, we were in high school because she was, like, very, like, I got to get to my books. Yeah. <laughs> and I have homework I to do. I got to get my homework done. And now her parents go would parties. be like... <laughs> you need to go out and do things. And she was like, I need to solve this murder. It was like so cute. And it was kind of an, a fun read because sometimes you'd be reading her log from the Capstone Project and yeah. sometimes it would just be like her narrating what's going on. Or um, like an interview. She had her interviews Oh yeah, in you'd read too, the interviews with people. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really, really good. The mm-hmm. ending, I never would have guessed. It yes. was a total like twist ending which we all know i'm a huge fan of that yes my only thing i feel like i would have liked it more if i read it all at once but i started it when i was on a vacation Mm. and then i set it down for like a month when i got back like i just got busy Mm. and wasn't reading as much and then i picked it up again and finished it and was like oh my gosh this was so good Mm -hmm. yeah I did the exact same thing. I was reading it. I'd read it in chunks. I think I read the first 100 pages and then I waited a month. And then I read mm-hmm. like 50 more pages and then I waited another month. And then I was like, okay, I just have to like finish this book. And it wasn't because mm-hmm. it was a bad book. Like it was a really good book. Yeah. I think just the way it was written for me, it was hard for me to read continuously because the chapters were super, super, super short. Mm-hmm. So super short chapters, super short entry logs, and super short interviews. So there were a lot of breaks as I was reading. And mm-hmm. normally I feel like I stopped at, I stop at the end of a chapter. And here it was like, well, yeah. I'm going to read 15 chapters. And that's kind of like normally the size of a regular – that might be an exaggeration. But you know what I mean? And so yeah. I think it was just easier for me to break – and then put the book down and I think that's Mm -hmm. what I kept doing and that's why it took me so long but even though it was a bunch of short chapters each one was really good like there was new information Mm -hmm. it kept like it the there was never a dead spot in the book I felt like there was always something happening and that was really good um I don't know if I because I did like the and journal logs and the interviews and that type of thing i think i also would have been fine though if it was just written like a normal book and like Mm -hmm. read it the whole way through um but it was kind of like a different way yeah to read it and that type of thing um but i agree the ending was very good and it was one that i wasn't expecting and it was probably one of the better endings for murder mysteries that i feel like i've read because I feel like with those, with murder mysteries, it's either an ending where it's like, yes, this is perfect. I'm so mm-hmm. satisfied with how this ended. It's such a shock. Or it's like, well, want, want. And could have yeah. guessed that from a mile away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's just like a bad ending. But this one yeah. though, was a really good ending. I agree. And it yeah. was just, I really liked that it was different. Yeah. Agreed. Like it was, it was so cute. Like it. It doesn't sound like a cute story as we're starting it being like a high schooler was murdered and then their boyfriend committed suicide. Like it sounds like it would be a really dark book, but like it actually wasn't. It was no, 
I never felt like sad reading it. Yeah. Which sometimes kind of like hopeful because they're trying yeah. to figure out what really happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's giving people hope to think maybe this is not actually how this landed. Yeah, definitely. So I thought it was really good. Now I'm like remembering the ending more and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was actually yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah. So what, what what would you rate this book? I gave it a four out of five. Okay. I gave it a three and a half out of five, but that's mm-hmm. probably my fault because of I just didn't read it all at once and I should have. Which we both talked about. Like we don't know why we did that. Mm-hmm. Like usually I, I do that with books or... I don't like, but yeah. I did really like this one. And then... If you've been listening to a lot of episodes, there was an episode where we said, we're going to finish this book by (laughs) June 1st or something. And it was like beginning of May. And then I finished it that day and you finished it the next. So if you do sit down and read it, it's a quick, easy read. Yeah. Yeah. Especially those last like 100 pages. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The last 100 pages you have to read just like mm -hmm. all at once because it's it's just so good. Yeah. Yeah, I think the reason why I did was just because of all the breaks. And I think mm-hmm. in my head, I was probably like, oh, it's going to get boring for a little bit after this because it was, mm-hmm. was a, such, such a big plot twist. But then it would just continued to be like, oh, yeah. plot twist. Oh, plot twist. And it wasn't in a cheesy way. It wasn't like, this is too much. It was, no, this is actually really, really well yeah. written. Yeah, it was. Yeah. What would you say of all of the books that you talked about today? What was your favorite? If someone was going to read just one book from what you suggested... What would you want them to pick? Um, depends on the vibe. If you mm-hmm. are looking for just like an easy, lighthearted summer read, 100% do Heartbones. If you want a murder mm-hmm. mystery, 100% do A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. It's kind of like apples and oranges, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. How about you? That's so funny. That's my exact same answer, too. If you want yeah. a fun, lighthearted book, do Happy Place. If you want a murder mystery, do A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Yeah. Put all of them on your reading list because there they are some good ones just don't put yeah. the third book in the slam series on it just if you see that book just burn it yeah so. <laughs> just don't don't even try yeah all right well i hope that you want to read some of these books we love books we love talking about books we love to know what you're reading so follow us on instagram at kitchen countertalks pod and dm us what you've been reading lately and we will see you next week on the kitchen counter bye